right, we're back with a little bit of a different episode than usual of the e-commerce playbook podcast. I am Andrew Ferris, and I am uh, recording a quick episode here um, on Thursday, March was it twelfth? Uh, yeah, March twelfth to um, to just kind of give you a sense of how we at Four Four Hundred are thinking of coronavirus, and that is also why there's no video today. Uh, for those of you who are tuning in, typically via YouTube. Um, uh, there's no video because our office is fairly empty, uh, and that's because, like many people, um, 4400 CTC is beginning to have more and more people working from home, and so um, so we don't have the full uh, video set up for the podcast today, um, and that is just the very little beginning tip of the iceberg of the way that coronavirus is affecting our, our business, um, and really, ultimately, of course, a really uh, a small um not that big of a deal. Uh, you know, we figure you'll be okay with the audio um, at this point. Um, but what I wanted to kind of stop and think about more is like, what are the bigger deals? What are the things that are going to be really affecting what's going on in our business? And and obviously, let me just start by saying that nobody really knows. And, and I think that's like one of the most important realizations as we step into all of this. Um, in terms of what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks, at the human level, at the business level, um, at the team level, at the culture level, at all of these things, it's just really, really hard to predict. Um, I, I really like the way that uh, Nate Silver in The Signal and the Noise talks about um, it, the situations in which humans are good and bad at predicting the future or projecting the future, you'd probably be more comfortable with. Um, humans are really good at projecting what's going to happen in the future when we can measure all of the inputs that are leading to that output. So, for example, we're incredibly good, despite all the jokes, at projecting the weather in the next 10 days. It is raining right now in Southern California, and um, Google told me it was going to rain in Southern California today. That is not a surprise. Um, and, uh, and that's because um, at this point in human history, we have the ability to measure all of the inputs that are affecting what is going on in the weather system in an area around us. So I won't get into the details there, partly because I am... I don't understand them, but I know that people do, and um, and so that's the reality. So for about 10 days out, we can reasonably project what's going to happen in the future related to weather because we understand all the inputs. We can measure them, collect them, and deal with them. Um, however, humans are terrible at projecting what's going to happen with earthquakes, and the reason why is really simple, and uh, it's because uh, we do not understand what causes earthquakes, really. We, you know, there's some basic stuff that people understand for sure, but as far as like what triggers an earthquake, we just don't know. So because we don't know the inputs, it's really, really hard for us to measure what's going to happen next. So when you start dealing with a situation like this, there is an immediate recognition that we have to have, which is we just don't know what's going to happen next because the range of potential um, things, inputs here that are going to create outputs in our lives are just vast and very, very hard to measure. Uh, and so at, so here's the way I'm really thinking about that very specifically. What I have a really hard time figuring out is, is like how it, first of all, like, okay, so some people are going to say, um, uh, coronavirus is going to destroy our economy. We're for sure headed for recession. Um, you know, I'm in the midst of the Dow down another eight percentage points, uh, all of that today, you know, all that happening today, or excuse me, the S&P. I don't know how to measure the Dow. Come on, um, uh, we we I'm seeing all of that happen, and um, and and that might be the beginning of a much bigger trend. I just I just can't possibly know. The economy may get really bad. Um, uh, obviously, there are people suffering because they are not going to have um, 
especially people who are in service jobs, dealing with real people or gig kind of jobs where people are traveling. That's like there's all kinds of people who are really negatively affected by this in the very immediate term. Well, if that spirals, that could create all kinds of economic problems um, that would reduce purchasing power so that even businesses like e-commerce businesses that aren't reliant on foot traffic um, get really negatively affected simply because uh, consumers have less purchasing power, which would show up in all kinds of ways. So when I look at that, I think that's definitely a possible output. Um, when I look forward, uh, I could also see another output, which is e-commerce businesses actually are going to get a little bit of fuel here because um, now people aren't going to want to shop online, but they still need to shop. So they're going to come do their shopping in e-commerce businesses and actually be good. Or maybe people are on social a lot because they're at home more. So there's an increased inventory on things like Facebook ads, which reduces the price. Um, and there could be all these effects. What I'm not going to sit here and do in my business, in this podcast, anywhere else, is try to tell you which one of those things I think is more likely because it's a fool's errand. Um, at the end of the day, what we know for certain about projecting the future is that we don't know. That's what we know. We know that humans are terrible at it. And so for me, what I'm thinking about first and foremost as a leader in a company is, what do I do with uncertainty? Um, that's the biggest challenge for me. So I'm gonna tell you a couple things that we're doing right away. First of all, at the human level, um, obviously there's the work from home kind of stuff. I think everybody's pretty much sees that at this point. I mean, the NBA is working from home, uh, so to speak. So, um, so at this point it's like pretty clear, I think to, to many people that we need to be serious about isolation. This is not a joke. This is something not to mess with. Um, and there's just a human social responsibility. Um, even if you're a healthy person who's at low risk for this to really, really harm you, um, to just be careful about that. So, so there's that kind of stuff. We're for 100 certainly taking on a week-by-week basis to work from home, trying to make it as easy as possible to do all of that really well. You don't need me to tell you that. Um, but uh, what I am going to tell you is the kind of stuff that I'm going to be tracking like day-to-day and just in my obsessive brain way more than that. Um, probably multiple times a day. One of those is um, CPMs on paid social. Um, actually, let me come back to that. But the, the first one I want to talk about is conversion rates on websites and traffic totals on websites. I'm not really worried about my AOV in this situation, um, but there's, as always, uh, only three inputs to generate revenue at any given moment on your website. And that's uh, visitors times conversion rate times average order value. You multiply those together, you're going to get revenue. Well, um, visitors uh, may go up or may go down for all kinds of reasons. And I'm gonna be in all over my Google Analytics account looking day over day, week over week, month over month, year over year, checking what is happening right now in all of my channels. Is there more direct traffic? Is there less direct traffic? I could come up with a lot of explanations related to the virus of why that would be the case. Same with organic search, same with categorical search. I'm gonna channel by channel be checking all of those things, okay? And then I'm gonna specific, so yes, traffic. Secondly, conversion rate. And again, I'm gonna look at those all by channel. I'm gonna see, are people keeping their wallets in their pocket for a little bit, uh, so to speak, uh, because of uncertainty, because they don't know what, because maybe they're already lost some money because of this, who knows? Um, Just, while I can't predict what's gonna happen next, what I can do, um, and by the way, I don't think any of the previous outbreaks that we've seen are really reasonable, um, comparisons to this. So I'm not going to go look at SARS and MERS and H1N1 and try and say, what happened then? Is that going to happen now? I just don't think it's that helpful way of approaching the problem. Um, instead, uh, so yeah, conversion, uh, traffic, conversion rates, I'm going to look at those two metrics very specifically and watch what's happening there. Third, um, I'm going to be looking at uh, Facebook metrics specifically because uh, like many of you, we're generating so much of our growth via Facebook ads. So I'm going to be checking um, all those same metrics there, right? So conversion rate, traffic, CPC, all of those things. I think um, people's internet usage may be really different in the next little while relative to what it usually is. I've already seen some chatter in the 
um, e-commerce Twitter sphere about um, about sort of like people excluding news placements for their ads because they want to avoid coronavirus websites because that's not people who are ready to shop really. And so maybe not a good idea to be serving your ads there. Um, and could even be like kind of a bad brand look if you start showing up on websites about coronavirus. Um, so yeah, so all of those things definitely are, are things to watch. And I'm also gonna be watching CPM really closely. Is my cost of advertising changing at all? Um, and if it is, um, it, you know, when you talk about CPC in general, you're really talking about two inputs, right? Um, CPM, how much it costs you to place to get impressions and then click through rate. Um, how, how many of those impressions are being clicked through? I'm gonna watch both of those. Are, people, are my ads being served at a reasonable price relative to usual? And what's happening? Are people actually clicking on those ads right now? Is there any weird internet behavior doing that? Really easy metrics to track in your Facebook dashboard um, and just watching for any wild variability. I, I do wanna mention really quickly there that I always wanna be careful with CPM and CTR because they are also really dependent on a lot of other factors in Facebook. For example, people, People's click-through rate on a desktop Facebook newsfeed ad is really different than their um, click-through rate or swipe-through rate or whatever um, on an Instagram story ad and and so on. And, and desktop versus mobile, um, really, really different. So, so you need to look at those by um, comparing apples to apples there. It's always worth being really careful about that. Actually, that's a broader principle that I would just encourage you to think about when you're thinking about things like CPM and CTR. So those are the things I'm gonna be tracking. Um, in the midst of all of that, there's one other thing I'm gonna be doing, which is I'm going to be looking really closely um, at, uh, at revenue right now um, as this develops and thinking specifically about if I should take any kind of a different strategy related to inventory ordering for the summer for my cash flow. I think this is the hardest problem to solve. I don't know if I have a clear answer to it yet. I'm trying to record this in real time and give you my, my kind of immediate thoughts. Um, but I think one of the things that's really hard to figure out here is if I order inventory expecting my FC Goods Father's Day to be a normal FC Goods Father's Day, I'm ordering a lot of inventory um, because I'm expecting to sell a lot of wallets at Father's Day. That's one of my two biggest moments of the year. Um, same with uh, slick products with what's coming in the summer. Summer is the biggest time for out, uh, uh, outside motorsports, ATV, UTV, that kind of stuff. So typically that's our biggest time of year. This is actually a challenge now to figure out like, is any of that stuff going to change with this? Because um, now I'm not just projecting what's gonna happen next week. Now I'm trying to project what's gonna happen in the next few months. And uh, also another principle of projecting this sort of thing, the farther out you get, the harder it gets. Um, and, so, um, and so that's another thing. I think part of the play here is relative to my cash situation, um, is there any uh, particular advantage to trying to be a little more conservative? And then if we come around to that moment and everything is fine, this ends up being a little couple day blip because the mass response to this has actually made a huge impact, slowed the virus, testing gets better, all those kinds of things. Um, and, and it's just a blip. Well, what I can always do later, it's not the total ideal solution, but what I can always do later is spend less ad dollars, take a higher return on those ad dollars at the time, instead of just keep trying to feel my growth, put a few more dollars in my pocket and probably be okay. As opposed to sell all of my stuff, do as much volume as possible with some profit um, and keep growing. So, um, so that's always one way I look at that possibility. Um, that's for sure gonna be part of what I'm thinking through. So those are a lot, of the, um, a lot of the kind of immediate steps I'm taking to try to solve these things. Oh, one other thing, I'm also exploring, um, trying to make sure I have some access to cash. So, um, so just thinking through various, I mean, I think your business is gonna be different than mine, but whether it's going to your investors and beginning to have some conversation with them around, hey, is there a credit line that we could get that, that we don't wanna to touch, we're gonna to try not to touch, but 
maybe we just want to have it there just in case, um, you know, or a bank or whatever. Like there's just a lot of different ways you could go about that. But considering trying to be able to have available to me sort of an emergency fund in case cash gets really tight and I have to start taking um, some more extreme measures in various ways, um, that's definitely something I'll be exploring as well. I, I, would, I would recommend that as well, just again, to kind of keep your options as open as possible. So that's where my mind is at. I am all, as always, <laughs> there are a lot of smart people out there thinking through problems like this. I know right now that's the case. We're talking about it here. We've got clients that are talking about it on the CTC side of our business. And so I'm all in for all the input that you possibly have. Hit me up at Andrew J. Ferris on Twitter. Email me, uh, podcast at 4x400.com. That's podcast at 4x400.com. Let me know what you think. Um, good luck out there. Lead well. Care for your people well. As always, it's an important time to, um, to do all of those things in particular um, and to be gracious and patient with people as much as you're able.